The average U.S. driver spends 97 hours stuck behind other cars in traffic. This is the equivalent to two and a half work weeks, which is a large chunk of our year. When you add that up to how many years we work within our lives, you come to a number that asks us why. Why are we spending so much time in traffic? The average human lives for about 80 years, and through that time span, about 13 of your lives will be spent at work, at an office location, away from your family, away from your friends, away from the things that you love to do. Here on this podcast, we're going to challenge that. See, 16% of companies around the world are already 100% remote. And for some of us, we've been working remotely from our homes, from beaches, from t-ball games, from wherever we want for years. Here on this podcast, we're gonna challenge the status quo. We're gonna talk about new innovations. We're gonna talk about the ways that we can better our lives for good. We're gonna talk about the biggest challenges associated with remote work, unplugging and taking our businesses, families and lives back and putting them wherever. Welcome to the Work Forever podcast. Welcome on into another episode of the Work Forever podcast. I'm your host, Roy Edwards, and today we're doing a hypothetical. So hopefully you like these one-on-one solo hypotheticals. I'm going to keep doing them. We have announced that we're going to do a couple more uh, different sections, uh, types of episodes of the podcast. So we're going to do trivia. So that'll be uh, Sydney Brown, um, Haley myself, a couple of our employees, and um, maybe some guests. And we're going to do some trivia uh, around travel, remote work, technology, uh, different apps, things like that. So looking forward to that. Uh, We're going to do those. We're going to do, we're calling it Internet Hotspot, which will be trending articles and statistics and news around travel, remote work life, working wherever, that type of thing. We actually just recorded our first episode of that. Uh, So give it a listen. I think it's pretty good. Um, That's me and Sydney. We'll we'll, we'll cruise cruise through the interwebs and find some cool stuff and talk about it. Then uh, we'll have, obviously, the traditional interviews where I'll sit down with some people. And then we'll have these, where it's just me, just talking about some hypotheticals about what-if scenarios that may or may not ever happen. And today's hypothetical is it actually stems from an article that I read. Uh, Well, there's multiple statistics out there, but there's a couple of different articles that have been posted around the cost of commuting and how much workers are quote unquote losing by going back to the office. And so we are in this recession, right? And so the recession, obviously people, uh, the price of living increases, right? So things cost more money and we're having to uh, deal with the rising prices of gas and food and everything else, right? And so cost of living is going up. And so now we are being asked to return to the office, which that actually statistics show is a pay decrease or can be a pay decrease uh, because of what you're spending in commuting. 
And I have some interesting findings here that I'll get into. And so this got me thinking, like, what if you had the opportunity to never go to an office again? Would you take a pay cut to take another position, another opportunity that is actually just as straight up? Hey, you'll never have to sit in traffic again. You can work from home. Maybe not have to sit in traffic again, but not at least not commuting to work. But would you take that position that pays you... I'll say $10,000 less annually in annual salary. Would you take that job to never have to go into an office? And so it's a, it's an interesting discussion. I've talked to people in multiple different industries, sales reps, people who are uh, doing trades work, uh, roof installers. Um, I've talked to, you know, dentists, bloggers. I've talked to a whole bunch of different people, right? Obviously developers, I'm in the tech field, so I've talked to a whole lot of those. And just about every developer, architect, engineer, um, those type of members who think for a living, none of them would ever go back. And they won't even entertain an opportunity that's not remote. And so there's a lot of different reasons behind that. A lot of people who uh, are in my industry, the tech industry, have already established their lives to be a remote type of lifestyle. I've been working remote since 2016. I'm never going back. This wasn't something that like COVID happened and I was like, huh, man, that'd be really cool. No, it, it, it was already a, a part of my life and I had already started to move my family further and further away from the city. I was no longer looking at how, uh, how close to a, to a train or to a metro station can I get. It was, I didn't care anymore. So like now I'm, I'm out and I mean, I'm not in the rural, but I'm also not in true suburbia anymore. So that is, uh, that's something that we chose to build our life around. Now we also homeschool now that was due to COVID, but we had talked about it prior to. And so we've built this lifestyle where we want to do whatever we want. If we want to go to a Nationals game in the middle of the day, like we did a couple of days ago, then we'll do it, right? We'll grab the kids. Hey, you want to go to a one o'clock game? Sure. You know, we'll finish school a little early today or we'll do some reading later in the day or whatever it is they have to do. But, you know, I'll take uh, leave or let, it's not really leave because it's, my, I'm the, you know, I'm the boss, but I am telling my clients, hey, I'm unavailable, put up an out of office, letting them know that I'm out of pocket. I'm still answering calls, or but I'm not bringing my laptop to the Nationals game, right? So that is the idea is to how close can everyone get to that lifestyle? How close can everyone get to working out of an RV, to traveling around the world, to moving from city to city, to bringing their kids, seeing new things and experiencing life, not like some of the time, but like all of the time. And then how much of a pay cut would you do if you knew that that was the case, that you never long, no, you didn't have to go sit in a cubicle or an open office space or anything like that ever again? What, what's the number? What's the magic number, right? Everybody has a number that would say, like if, like, if I said you had to go commute three hours each way and sit in a cubicle and be there five days a week, there's a number that you would do, right? Probably, maybe. But there, there is likely a number. Like if I told you, you know, we'll pay you, you know, an extra $50,000 annually, would you do it? 100,000, 200,000, you know, who knows? That's for you to decide on what your number is. Everybody has a number, they say, right? So what's your number to be a remote worker? So there was a, a study that was, this is some findings that were produced by LendingTree. So if you haven't heard of LendingTree, 
They are a financial organization. They do loans, uh, mortgage loans, car loans, all kinds of different loans. And so they're a lot of what they uh, base their entire business around is around money, right? So this was a article that they posted and it's as of as offices reopen so it's all about the the you know return to work millions of americans says the headline will lose more than ten thousand dollars commuting now i put a, i put a poll up on my story on instagram and on linkedin asking people would you take ten thousand dollars less to to never have to sit in traffic again that was before I saw this article. So this article actually says that people are losing more than that. So then I also included in the story $15,000 and $20,000. Most people didn't pick $20,000 because why would you if five thousand or if 10,000 and 15,000 are some of the choices, you're not going to short yourself. Most people are going to take the lowest number that they see in front of them, right? So you would you would have to break it up, I feel like. But says after more than a year of working remotely the sacrifice may have been too costly to workers lend and tree researchers estimated the opportunity cost of commuting or the lost value of the alternative which is not commuting and this is they did this in uh, the in the 100 largest u.s cities so i don't know what the top 100 u.s largest cities are but you could probably guess what they are you know New York, obviously, L.A., probably Chicago, Dallas, you know, Detroit. I don't know what else would be in there. Miami, maybe? I don't really know. This has Tulsa, Oklahoma, Fremont, California. So probably a lot of California. But there's a lot of different 100, 100 largest cities in America. And so what they found, it says analysts found that full-time workers in the largest cities were spending nearly an hour a day commuting. So 30, uh, 30 minutes each way. It, that was in 2019. The latest available federal data said that if that time was spent on the clock rather than the car, as if, as it, as it was for many during the COVID-19 crisis. Okay, so you're working long more hours because you're working from home, I guess is what they're saying there. Workers couldn't have increased their income by $5,600 a year on average. That's interesting. So they're saying that if you add an hour, you're an hour a day on the clock and you're an hourly waged member and your employers let you do it, then you could increase your income by $5,600. I hadn't thought about that portion of it. I hadn't really thought of that side of it because I feel like generally employers have an hour cap, you know, but I guess, I guess that could be thrown into the equation. I'm, I'm cool with including that into this, I suppose. The opportunity cost was highest for uh, Fremont, California workers at $15,000 annually that they're missing out on. So here are the key findings of this study. The average round trip commute in the 100 largest cities is 52 minutes, equating to an average annual opportunity cost of $5,600. We just went over that. Fremont, California has the coziest commute by far. The average round trip commute time here is 73 minutes, third longest time among the 100 cities. So 73 minutes, that's a, that's a, that's a rough commute. 
which equals an average annual opportunity cost of $15,000, nearly $2,000 higher than the next city, San Francisco, and Jersey City, Jersey, take the next two spots. So if you live in San Francisco or New Jersey and you're not working remote, you are losing some serious cash, my friend. Tulsa, Oklahoma has the shortest and least costly commute. Interesting. The average round-trip commute here is 37 minutes or an average annual opportunity cost of $3,200, roughly $11,800 a year less than Fairmont, Toledo, Ohio, and Wichita, Kansas, the next two spots on the shortest commute. So overall, we have the lowest here in Tulsa, Oklahoma of the, of the top 100 cities. $3,200 is what you're losing or leaving on the table, I should say, up to $15,000 out there in California with the average being right around $10,000. And so what would it be, what's your number to say, you know what, I don't want to do that anymore, right? So I don't want to commute anymore. And I started to do the math a little bit. And this article actually did some math too, which is good to know. But I started doing the math because my commute... I was spending about $15 a day if I was taking the Metro. So that was $5 in parking, about $10 each way, or $10 total, $5 each way to, to take the Metro. So about $15 a day, okay? If I am driving, which I had to drive to the Metro, believe it or not, <clears throat> I didn't ride my bike or walk or, the Metro is actually too far for me to do that, those things. So I'm either Ubering or driving to the Metro. Uh, or the train. I, when I took the train, I had to do the same thing. So that was an additional cost. We'll call it $100 a week in gas, which <laughs> today's world, $100 is like one tank, right? So we'll say that. So $400 a month in gas, it's about $4,800 in travel cost. And then you're talking about $5 a day, which is $50 a week four weeks in a month, so $200 a month, 200, so there's another 2,400. So now we're at 50, we'll call it six grand. That's what I was spending just in travel. Okay, that doesn't take into account oil changes because I'm driving more car maintenance. Um, that doesn't take into account parking tickets. I did get some parking tickets. Uh, I got in some trouble a few times when taking the, um, taking the train. I also on multiple occasions missed, missed trains or missed metros and had to do all that kind of stuff. So that was added stress and value. There was, it was an hour commute each way, even when I was taking the metro or the train. So that meant I was losing two hours a day uh, in commute. So there are definitely some pros and cons. I guess the pro in uh, commuting is that I was able to work from the train and I actually kind of enjoyed reading on the train. I got a lot of reading done, but, uh, you know, still, I'd much rather have done that at home. I get to do reading now. So, uh, but let's get back to this lending tree article. 36.4. That's the commute time. So this is the math behind them. 36.4 commute time times two to make it a round trip. That's about 60 minutes, right? So, uh, 1.2 total hours commuting. Okay. So, oh, sorry, divided by 60. So they took 36.4 times about two divided by 60 to find your total how many hours, right? Which is 1.2 hours. They took 1.2 times it by 49.47, which is the hourly wage 
rounded uh, between the 100 major cities. That's a pretty uh, good hourly wage. 49 47 50 dollars an hour. That's like uh, over six figures, right? So that uh, that's about sixty dollars they say in daily cost of commute that costs you time um sixty dollars times 251 work days that's fifteen thousand dollars annual opportunity cost so that's how they they found that number so i calculated it in just what you actually are losing in terms of the money that you are paying to get to the office and i found it was right around six thousand dollars and then my commute was an hour each way so that's two hours a day uh times 251 work days so that's 400 uh what four five hundred uh, five hundred hours yikes five hundred hours uh 500 hours times they they used 49 we'll say 50 uh, what, 500 times 50? Let's see if I'm any good at math. Uh, what is that, 20, what is that, what is that, 2,500? So, plus my 6,000, so we're at 8,500. 8, All right, did I do that right? You guys will correct me if I'm not. So now we're at 8,500. So I think using $10,000 as the number is probably a pretty good, a pretty good one. So hypothetically, would you take $10,000 less knowing that you're already spending these things and going to the office? I think that the answer is yes. There's multiple articles out there of people taking less money. I've done it. I will not take a job where I have to go back to the office. I don't enjoy it. I, I think it's super stressful. I think it is a pain in the way that I want to live my life. I think we're going to see more and more individuals and people who want to just kind of take back their lives. I think we're already seeing the trends in the RV community, in the Airbnb community, in travel in uh, hotel hospitality where you're starting to see this uh, trend of individuals who are instead of taking leave they're taking uh what was it called leisure i think is what it was like business leisure trips so you're working but you're working somewhere that's not your house so that you're able to enjoy still able to enjoy vacation but you are uh working there so we've done that a few different times where we'll go to florida uh, to meet my parents and we'll stay there for the week and i don't take leave and i work and my kids go out and enjoy the boat and they get to see grandma and grandpa they get to play in the pool and i'm you know back in the room working and i can walk out you know every once in a while and say hi maybe jump in the pool catch a fish or whatever and then head back in and work some more so like that's going to be the trend right but how much is that worth to you that's something that you have to decide what it's worth to you to me it's worth far more than ten thousand dollars i think the math it makes it it makes a a logical argument at ten thousand dollars but to me, I value my time with my family. I value my time uh, commuting. I value my health far more than $10,000. Um, and I've done this, so this isn't like a hypothetical for me. I, I have taken far less money to, to work from home. Now I ended up starting my own business, but you know, let's stay on track here, guys. Um, because I, I, I have had this I have had the opportunity to make more money to go in full time and I, I didn't take it and I, I will never go back. I know a lot of people who feel the same way. So what's that number to you? Let us know. Hit me in the comments if you're listening on, on YouTube or watching us. Guys, uh, please leave a review, like and subscribe. Hope you enjoyed this because I think that this is going to be a real thing. I think that the number for you, you have to define it over the next couple uh, years because 
at some point, you're going to be faced with that opportunity to never have to go to an office again. It's going to be a real thing, whether it's a recruiter hitting you up and saying, hey, this is a remote position, whether it is uh, your organization saying, hey, we're going to displace our workforce, we're going to shut down our office, but we're asking people to take a pay cut. That might be a thing. Uh, or it could be the other way around where people are like, hey, you have to come back to the office, uh, but you're not going to get a raise. And at that point, you're saying, okay, well, would I take less money to go work somewhere else? So define that number for yourself. Find out what it is. Be true to yourself. Be true to your family. Uh, until next time, guys, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate you. Go uh, go get outside. Go work wherever. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy your friends. Uh, and uh, enjoy the remote life. Thanks for hanging out. See you. Well, guys, thanks so much for watching and for listening. We've had a great time. Hope you did, too. You can find all of the Work Wherever podcast episodes here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or all of your major streaming platforms, with new episodes dropping every Monday. Make sure to follow us at Capital Presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all Work Wherever related. See you next week.